0: What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Triple H Podcast. Happy Hour Hoops. The playoffs have started. We have injuries everywhere, drama everywhere. We're going to preview some games. We're going to talk about the drama that is the stomp heard around the NBA <laughs> by Draymond Green. Uh, do you guys, guys want to just quickly go over yeah. some of the injuries and the stomp before we get into yeah, let's
1: games. go injuries first,
0: Donnie. I think injuries first. Yeah. And then we'll. Talk so, about curb style. Tyler, <laughs> Ty, Tyler Hero, broken hand, uh, happened Sunday night. Super yeah. unfortunate, especially when the Heat were able to grab a win in that game. Yeah. I saw today, earliest Hero could come back would be the NBA Finals. So, you know, unless Gosh. a miracle happens in this series, looking like he's he's done till next year. Which, it sucks. Um, like I said, like, you know, Hero's not injured. They steal a game in game one. People probably think this is a different series, but yeah. just very, very unfortunate when you, you know, they have a chance, I guess, to take down the Bucks, but little to none now without, without Tyler Hero.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they have can. some good guards, like, that maybe they can plug in a little bit if Struess gets hot, obviously, but it's – it's a big loss. So this has been Hero's best year. He was finally a starter this year, not coming off the bench anymore, and he proved that he could be a starter, and it's tough. It's just a tough situation for the Miami Heat because, like you said, Donnie, they stole game one. <laughs> they, yeah. they stole game one. The, the Bucks were backs against the wall at that point, right? You steal game one, especially with the other injury. We're going to talk about Giannis, who got hurt in that game. This is the series to capitalize, but unfortunate for the Heat gonna be a lot tougher now a lot of jimmy butler's gonna have to play like he did game one for seven games this series yeah to play
0: All and, and he's gonna he's gonna recreate that meme where he's just dead tired under the under the basketball stanchion just leaned over yeah. like <laughs> that woman who works at kfc <laughs> um but yeah you mentioned it same game Giannis leaves yep. um it's looking like a pain tolerance thing lower back injury for Giannis. Still unfortunate. I mean, you could probably key Jimmy Butler going off and the Heat able to grab a win because of, of Giannis going out there. Yep. Uh, questionable for game two. I think most NBA fans, including the three of us, I don't want to speak for all of us, but I assume you guys think
1: he'll probably be back for game two. That's, he'll be that's at 35 thinking. and 15. Like yeah. He comes back from every other injury. Uh, yeah. Like anytime Giannis gets hurt, pencil him in to go off for the next week. It's, yeah. He's just – He's a robot, dude. It's crazy. Like Giannis is—he's not human. He gets hurt and he <laughs> somehow comes back stronger than he did before every single time. So I might—I yeah, I think you could speak for all of us, Tony. I expect him to play. I expect him to play well.
2: Yeah, I yeah. might. A fun bet might be like Bucks minus fourteen tomorrow or something. Like just <laughs> just, just, just just take some yeah. crazy thing because they might just come out and be pissed and just stop him and Giannis clearly leading the way with that. Yeah. It
1: feels like a Giannis PRA bet for me. It it really does. It feels like an over Giannis PRA. It feels like a Giannis points. It's just Giannis will know. Like, okay, like it's Jimmy Butler versus me at this point. And he... Giannis is those type of guys too. When coming off a loss, he'll bounce back pretty strong. I'm not too worried about this one.
0: Yeah. So, and then last guy too, John Morant. Same kind of thing here. Just a pain tolerance thing. I've been seeing uh kind of all sorts of different reports on Jod today but mostly all saying the same things like i was seeing earlier in the day that it's a game time decision i saw right before we hopped on that it was still questionable um with the hand injury but no no like permanent damage no fractures or anything um i think just some like bone bruises in the hand or whatever i think it looks so bad dude yeah and what I was just going to say is like kind of similar to Bucs against Miami if the Bucks didn't have Giannis I think they would be screwed and I think same thing I think the Grizzlies need Ja Morant in the oh. series especially after the Lakers to game one Um so we'll see about Ja as well same I I, I think I lean Giannis would probably be back before Ja just because you know hands obviously is crucial in basketball and Giannis has just kind of been a different beast with these types of things before. I and mean, we, we remember the hyperextended knee not where human, everyone thought he tore just about every ligament in his knee and then, you know, came back and won the, the NBA Finals there for the Bucs. So. Um,
1: Do you know for Jazz at right or left hand wrist? Do you know? Uh,
0: I believe it was his shooting hand, but I could okay. be wrong. Yeah, so I
1: he's gonna so. have a lot of trouble too signing all those documents for the seventeen-year-old he's suing. So <laughs> you know, you got you got, to help you got you got That's there too. what you got docu signed for now. Like it's all good. Yeah, yeah, will yeah, be alright. Yeah, one finger. Yeah, got to keep his priorities in line, right? If he if he can play, or if he can side for for the documents.
0: <laughs> yeah, jazz having a, a tough go at it when you when you uh throw that into the mix there. But we'll see. We'll we're gonna talk Lakers Grizz towards the end there. Um, that's that's interesting interesting stuff to get to in that series. Um, and then the last p- piece of news, which will also recap this game. So, uh, the Draymond Green stomp everyone's seen it everyone's heard about it everyone has uh their own <laughs> shitty opinion on it um let's let's uh let's let's go down the line here Jake your initial initial
2: findings out, initial thoughts um what do you think here and i mean in the moment it was legitimately one of the funniest like outcomes you could have possibly imagined in like just for for Draymond to just go full Draymond in game two, nonetheless, game two guys. It took two games for this to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I think that speaks to something we were talking about. One of the reasons I picked the Kings inevitably in the series before was Draymond has been on edge all season long. He has literally started the season on edge. And now here we are in what was obviously a critical game Two team. cannot win on the road at all. They're, you know, Not hanging with the Kings as well last night, the whole game as they were in game one, but they're still hanging around just enough. And Draymond goes and and does something like this. And, you know, Sabonis, listen, Sabonis, that was dirty as hell by Sabonis, too. He deserves just as much blame, completely, you know, fair, everything else. But Drake, like, the one dude who doesn't get the benefit of the doubt in reacting in any type of way from that, not just walking away from Sabonis and doing nothing, is Draymond. So, what, like, how, how is he? He's always going to play the victim, but how are we back here again to Draymond doing something ridiculous in the playoffs, getting kicked out of a game, and then complaining about it? It was like seven years ago, this shit was still happening. It's crazy. It's just it's, it, it's like
1: these players not are targeting Draymond at this point, but they're they're instigating, and I think, too, to there be, are yeah. some people that said, oh, from one camera angle, Sabonis is protecting his head, and it's like, okay, you can still protect your head as well as try to pull at someone's leg, right? And, and that's the thing I think that – kind of blown out of proportion with this thing. It's like, yeah, Sabonis pulled his leg at him, but Draymond did not need to put the fourth, the fourth type of force he did stepping right, on his chest. Yeah. It's one thing. If he gave him a jab or if he kicked him a little bit, whatever. You know what? The NBA probably just calls that obviously double flagrant or whatnot. They shoot free throws, and Draymond's not even thrown out of the game, but I think it was the force which really um, hurts Draymond's case, and like, like I said, it's Draymond Green. He has this history like the NBA is not going to be as lenient. I was kind of shocked Donnie, to see that Shams uh, tweeted that it's going to probably be a fine. And he probably won't be suspended game three. Yeah. When I watched it. I thought game one game suspension definitely in my head. I'm watching the replay over and over again. I'm like, this is a suspension, whether it should be or not. This is a suspension. And yes, Sabonis isn't uh, like, isn't the victim here. He's part of the blame too, but You just can't do that if you dream on. You have to know the situation, and you have to know that people know the type of player Draymond is. And even though maybe that wasn't what Sabonis was thinking in the moment, that's always going to be the back of the heads of guys playing against Draymond. They're like, if I can get under this guy's skin, he might do something stupid that can really hurt the Warriors' chance. And as you saw, like Draymond, as soon as he got out of the game, I know the Kings won the game, they pulled away a little bit, but Draymond's one of the best defenders on the Warriors. It's a big yeah. loss, regardless of how yeah. he was playing up to that point. It's still yeah. a big loss, and you just have to have more discipline. Sabonis so pulls up the leg, and Draymond gives him a little jab. Okay, then I think we have a totally different conversation. But the way it just looks on camera, the force he has coming down on the guy's chest of all things, too. We're talking about... Nowadays in football – or not in football, in sports in general, where just heart problems and stuff like that, concussions, everything about player health, player safety is elevated yeah. more so than it's been before. You can't do that. Not on a no. guy's chest. You can't do that. He's lucky. like you know, Obviously, Sabonis was down for a bit, but he's lucky that Sabonis wasn't seriously hurt from that because if he would have broke anything or if anything would have been damaged, like, that's even worse on Draymond. It's an emotional play. I don't think Draymond's a type of scumbag that intentionally is trying to, you know, curb stomp Sabonis' chest. But the the way the force he had, it's like you 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 got you gotta discipline the guy for it. I'm just shocked that he's right now, according to Shams, potential to play game three, that they don't expect to be suspended.
0: Yeah, so I have like I have like a mix of your guys' opinions, I think. I, I'm with Jake where like, Sabonis is definitely in the wrong here, too. And that's yes. why I don't – I hate how people can't understand. Like, you can be mad at Draymond for the stomp because it was excessive and it was more than what Sabonis did. But also, at the same time, understand that Sabonis – like, it's just the same thing. It's like, he hit me first, but the teacher saw the kid who who swung second. Like, it's just it's – a, it's a tale as old as time. This shit happens in sports. It happens in real life. And it happened last night with Draymond and Sabonis – the the thing that i think's corny about it and where i think draymond's at most fault is he can never be wrong in these situations like you said jake like he's always playing the victim even in the press conference after he's like i'm not i wasn't flexible enough to step over sabonis is like, dude everyone's has seen the videos <laughs> tenfold like you stomped on his chest you're you're at fault and like sabonis is too but we, we can understand that. Not even the game. fact
2: whatever he tried to do afterwards, he's, like, healing it up. He's going to the crowd. I mean, like yeah. you, you don't just do that if you didn't just, like, try to do something to somebody. Did you, like, see Clay? If, you, didn't, if, you if it was an accident. Klay just died, you know? too. Go,
1: Clay's like, he was full sprinting. He had no way. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like, he what are you supposed to do if something? So- He's out of control. No, he's not. Yeah, he said, what
0: are you supposed to do if someone grabs your foot when you're at full speed? Draymond was literally
2: standing still when he grabbed what his foot. Yeah, The that's... thing is, Clay probably n- did not see what happened at all. Absolutely, and just, no. No. Absolutely. At least – like, Bro,
0: what do you mean? Steph, of course, Steph was the one who can do no wrong. Steph was like, oh, I didn't see it. I was busy grabbing the rebound. But, like, I'm sure Draymond was just pissed because he grabbed his foot. It's like he could have just left her at that, like – that's such yeah. a good point about Clay, Draymond, and Clay, and like rightfully so, they probably were pissed that they just lost. But like they just came off as much bigger sore losers than anything else in those post game interviews. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy situation. I'm with you, Steve. I'm I'm surprised. I didn't want Draymond to get a suspension just because I think it would muck up this series in a way where I'd like to just see more of this series as is because it's been great so far. So I don't want him to. And I think people have got suspended for a lot less. So I am surprised that that's the sentiment right now that he's, he's supposedly not going to, but um, yeah, I'm in the camp where I think he deserves to get more of a punishment, whatever it is than Sabonis. And like you said, You know, nothing serious to Sabonis, but again, I'm surprised they're not suspending Draymond because the Kings pulled this chest move where they're like, oh, we're getting x-rays for Sabonis' chest. Uh, So, like, they kind of made it seem a little worse than it was. Obviously, you know, x-rays come back clear, but yeah, what what a crazy situation. The only good thing from Draymond that's coming out of this is his podcast ratings are going to be through the roof next week.
1: (laughs) They always are. He always finds a way in these big games to make it about him, right? It was, I mean, just a crazy – First two games, two great games. I think the best series so far, and who are we talking about after two games? We're not talking about the Kings, who are up 2-0 and have a chance to yeah. <laughs> upset the defending champs. We're talking about damn Draymond Green because he curb stomps Sabonis on the ground. And it's just I, – I know that's a player Draymond is, and I don't think Draymond's intent was ever to hurt Sabonis. That's just the type of guy he is. He plays like that. But it's like, dude, come on, man. It's like, I mean, you guys just got to be smarter. You just have to be smarter. And honestly, if Draymond does not get ejected in that game, Warriors were coming back a little bit. He helps their defense. The Kings started making shots once Draymond comes out in the fourth quarter. We could have a 1-1 series. Like, that could have been the swing in the series yeah. there, just by Draymond yeah. putting force into you know, stomping on Sabonis. So... Also, I, I saw
0: I saw today on Twitter that Draymond Green did the exact same thing Sabonis did to him, to Aaron Gordon last year, and probably worse. Like, he literally yanked at Gordon's ankle. Cold so it's trying just to like him down. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a <laughs> yeah, whole thing. Like, it, the, the victim thing bothers me more than the stomp. It's Agreed. like, can you just own it for once, bro? And yeah. they're, both like, at, they're both both—they're both in the, in wrong. the wrong. And, and, they're and right.
1: I think they called yeah. it right on the court. I do think they called it right uh-huh. on the court. Me side. too. Both teams, obviously shot free throws. They gave him on flingering and then Draymond's ejected because his just looked a little worse. I think yeah. that was called right on the court. Um, yep. But the so bonus is not the victim. <laughs> not the victim at all. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he's just going for a rebound and Draymond kicked him. No, like he, he yanked and, at him and Draymond said, you can't do that. And
0: he's been instigating the, the the entire first game he was instigating. He, yes. you know, he got tangled up a few times late game with Draymond. I think he knocked over Draymond at the beginning of this game too. Like Sabonis for sure um, for, deserves blame as well. But let's just get into the basketball in this series because we're already talking about it. Yeah. Kings lead 2-0. Jake, are the, are the Golden State
2: Warriors toast as we know them? No, this is going this is going to be 2-2 going, going back to Sactown. Yeah. What do you mean? And then it's going to be 3-3 three, three going back to Sactown. Yep. No one's winning a home – no one's winning a road game. Maybe Golden State will win in game seven. That's the That's- only way this is going.
1: That's exactly how I feel. I don't think, and really? it's not the Warriors didn't look bad in either two games. And I I brought him up. Early. Jordan looked kind of bad. Last night. I thought Jordan, Jordan looked bad fucking last terrible. Night. Last night. They, they, yeah, but I don't think they looked like bad to the point where like, oh, they're not going to be in this series. Obviously, right. the Warriors mm-hmm. have had their road struggles all year long. Wiggins has been a huge help already. I was shocked a how he played in game one. I was sh- more shocked that he was thrown in the starting lineup, and he played even better in game two. Um But this doesn't surprise me, Donnie. I think, first off, the Kings haven't been in the playoffs in, what, 16 years? You had to expect that this was going to be an emotional first two home games for him, that this was big for him. De'Aaron Fox played great, but it's the Warriors. If there's any team that can figure it out down 2-0, it's it's the Warriors. We said this at the start. I think it goes seven, and I'm I'm sticking with it. I think it's a seven-game series, and I'm right with Jake. I think I'm going home team, home team, home team, home team, and then game seven, we'll see.
2: What's the series price right now? Have you any of you guys checked? Because I didn't. Check I haven't. Takes. I haven't looked
1: at any live series prices. It yet. I can't
2: started remember. out. It was I think it was Warriors minus two seventy five or yeah, minus Kings 225. were like plus two
1: fifteen. I think was yeah before the series started.
2: And so the Kings—that's a pretty decent price for the Kings. But I wonder what it's—is it like even now? Like I wonder what Vegas thinks of uh,
1: what of the take Warriors. A take a guess before. I'm before guessing the,
2: that before. Warriors are like plus one fifty now.
1: Very close. Plus one thirty four. Kings are minus one fifty eight. And and I'll tell you what. Most series, if it's 2-0 it's not that close to even. Exactly. So the the books are pretty much saying too. Yeah, we expected Golden State to lose the first couple. And I bet. Have eleven road wins all year. Yeah. (laughs) And so
2: if Golden State wins game three, then it's like minus one ten, minus one twelve. I think it's closer to even. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) Who it? I mean, game one. I I watched it, it. I started watching it at my apartment and then I was going out. So I watched it on my phone and like a bar TV on my phone again. So i witnessed it in like on Twitter and a million different ways, but it was one of the most like thrilling games to like follow along and watch and anything of the season, honestly. And that's what it speaks to. I think Dunny with the biggest thing, like the Warriors were, they easily, we could have been talking about the Warriors stealing game one in Sacramento and crushing that insane crowd because it was if Curry, I think it was, you know, Curry's going up with that shot late in the game. How much how much money would you guys have bet? How much would you have put on that he's making that shot at the end yeah. of that game? Yeah. Like, that's a look that Wiggins, That Wiggins, you, and, that that, Wiggins you're shot, too, I I was going. And the Wiggins shot, too. Wide open ter- in
1: the corner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that
2: – Both of them, you're terrified if you're a Kings fan watching yeah. those go up. So, yeah. I mean – that's just how it breaks sometimes. That team, so they can go. I think they can blow them out. Game three, it could get ugly for the Kings if it goes cold for them. Woes can uh, blow
1: anyone out at home, though. Exactly. When they get yeah. hot when they're shooting. Yeah, I agree.
0: I'm I'm glad you guys still, you know, have some faith and think that the, the Warriors are still gonna stretch this one out because we've seen it too many times,
2: Dunny. Dunny,
0: like the, we Dunny? like, come on. Last like, show
2: is, is the Warriors. The last
0: show I had the I had them in my finals pick, and now they're down two oh all of a sudden. I'm
2: like, yeah, I might have not, to
0: walk this back.
2: It's not great. Well, my finals pick is down uh down one oh going into the night with their mortal enemy ref in the game. So I don't feel True. very good either. Man. You wanna talk about that
1: one, Jake? You want to talk about I that didn't too? want to, but it just Dunny even, I'm now I'm thinking about it. I'm very
2: I've been very scared all day about I'm a all scared. the basketball, but this game specifically. Um I don't really uh, know like and this is another thing too. I'm trying to get it up here. Hold up. Another thing too with this series, though, is that game like all this doom and gloom about the Suns roasting. Oh, they'd have such a bad bench, they're not gonna be able to do this, blah blah blah, whatever. Like it was literally down to the very end. Last couple plays needed to be made, and both these teams were in this game. Isn't that what we expected? Even without Paul George, like
1: Kawhi, Kawhi stole reminded us
2: who he is. Reminded us who he is.
1: We we said I think months ago that Kawhi is one of the most feared players come playoffs. Right? That we we think if there's guys who could carry teams to win or steal games in a series, Kawhi is on the short list. And what did he do? He he stole that game. Now I'm not gonna. Give the Suns uh, the Suns have to be better. They had that Kevin Durant has to be more aggressive offensively.
2: He was it was tough in the first half. He was definitely trying to let everybody else kind of, yeah.
1: And I get it, but like,
2: yeah, you're not winning the game game when the same thing, too.
1: Durant has 11 assists, he shouldn't be the one with 11 assists. (laughs) That's not Kevin Durant's game, and I get it. He played well, he played efficient. But if you want to win this series, you got to have your best player, and it's not them. Book it's Kevin Durant take the game over at the end. I I thought Durant played well, but I don't think Durant played to win the series, like to win that game. He played, he had a great game, efficient game, but he's got to be more aggressive. If 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 the Suns are gonna lose, have it be, lose because of Kevin Durant, not because he's passing it to someone else. I knew they were going for a
0: quick two at the end there when they were mm-hmm. down three when Book got his shot blocked by yeah. Russ and then ultimately thrown out Great on him. Players. Did you guys? Did you guys think that was weird that Kevin Durant wasn't didn't have the ball in his hands in that moment? I mean, he hadn't shot. He yeah. literally didn't take a shot the last five minutes.
2: Of the it was fourth very. Quarter. It was all so weird. I guess...
1: Is it just the Suns are like Kawhi's the best defender? Like we're just gonna try to. I think I. Eat, it was weird what the Suns were doing fast. all game.
2: To me, the rotations were – everything was weird, how they did the game. Like, the way – I don't know, man. It was just – like, I never would have had – I never would have had either Durant or Booker off the floor, and I never would have had one of the four – or two of the four off the floor at any time. When you don't have a bench, you need two of your stars on the floor. And they were putting one guy out there alone, and I don't think – Durant, and I think that hurt Durant's offense getting going. That hurt Booker's offense getting going because the Clippers' defense – with Ty Lue, he, we know what Ty Lu's able to do defensively. When it gets to playoff series, it's different. But really, for me, it, it wasn't about the Suns at all. It's just Kawhi was—he came out trying to make a statement. He was like, "I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be able to go toe to toe with these guys this series." I don't know if he can do that again two nights later. I think that's fair to or three nights later or whatever it is. I don't or two nights later. Yeah, I think that's fair to ask for a guy who has been load managed for three years that on two nights rest, is he going to be able to replicate such an efficient performance? Maybe he will. Maybe he'll shut me up. He's one of the greatest playoff performers in the history of the sport. But if he even drops a little bit in efficiency tonight and Durant ups it a little bit in efficiency, that's the difference between a couple point loss and maybe the Suns win by seven.
0: Yeah. uh I, I was able, or I wasn't able to, I was just paying attention closely to Durant's points on on Sunday night, because I, I had a, I had his points over on the prop, and it hit mm-hmm. by one. So, I was, I was paying close attention the whole game. He didn't score until the final seconds of the first quarter, went scoreless. So, he pretty much went scoreless in the first, scored 10 in the second quarter, didn't score in the third quarter, and then scored the rest of his points the first seven minutes of the fourth quarter because he didn't shoot the last five minutes. Yeah. So, he scored 27 basically in two quarters of that game. Yeah. So, I think that's that can almost be a positive for the Suns. It's like, you have Kawhi doing this to you on the other end, but in the meantime, like, Steve's right. Durant shouldn't have 11 assists. Obviously, he's still, you know, creating offense and scoring, but it's just different if Durant's matching his big shots after Kawhi or – you know, it, 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 it the game plan just needs to be different for the Suns, and I'm sure it will be going into this
2: game. Um it's really yeah, Durant it needs strange. to Durant was not the alpha of that offense that whole night, and it wasn't Booker either. And I don't think that's the winning recipe for the Suns no. long term in the playoffs, is for them not to be the the, or, the main orchestrator at all times. I mean and I get why you wouldn't
1: crack to go nine for twelve every night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, he's,
2: he's a big he He comes to play in the playoffs. Got- Torrey Craig's one of those guys I might want always on my playoff teams at this point. <laughs> like, I kind of like, I just kind of, it's, he does what everything that Jay Crowder does with le- less of the credibility at this point. That's some Jay Crowder hate a little bit too. But you want to talk about, can we talk about that game quick? I didn't watch any of this game. I I watched all of this game on my phone. So I need you guys, if you watched it, to tell me what the fuck happened. In Milwaukee, what? Yeah, what um, in the world? If you have anything else on this, quick. Uh, not- no, I
0: just, I, I, just wanted to say, uh, I, we feel as a podcast pretty vindicated on the oh. performance Russ had. And it was yeah. literally the most Russ experience through and through. Like Gosh. poor shooting performance. Got into it with a fan at halftime, and then how did he get the, in the suite? Wait, how did he? That's get That's what in I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand that. How did this I happen? also thought that I didn't see it until after the game. So I thought it was post game, and then later mm-hmm. I found out it was halftime. Yeah, and. I don't know. Like there might, maybe it was like off a tunnel to the locker room. Like it had its own hallway, maybe, and he like heard yeah. the chirps and just like went down there and rolled his shirt up, showing off the abs. I don't know what that part was about either. He just like had his shirt halfway off when he was telling some dude to shut the fuck up. But
2: it was yeah, extremely strange. It looked like an AI created video for a second. Yeah, like you were like, is this really happening? Like, what is? What do you mean? The guy's son just right
0: sitting in the middle of it, like eating mac and cheese, mind <laughs> and so on.
2: He's child. It was yeah. good for him.
0: But it, it was, it was classic, Russ, man. That, that play at the end, that block on Booker, and then classically throws it off him out of bounds while Books already going to bitch to the referees uh, was perfect. And I'm happy he got his moment, too. He, he was uh, putting the clamps.
2: So, oh, oh, sit, sit by, the, by tunnel. the tunnel. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, yeah. at least that, like, it was like a quick access. Cause that was the biggest thing for me. I was like, how out of his way did he go to find this fan that was yelling at him and go yell at him? again like because if he like that's crazy behavior it's not like over uh halftime is a long time in the nba so
0: yeah um last thing too he he played great defense i saw he played he played 56 possessions on chris paul devin booker and kevin durant and allowed six points so he was i mean he was just amazing through and through obviously you you take the shooting percentage Game in and game out with with
1: Russell Westbrook. But that's gonna be the lazy anti Westbrook argument, right? They're gonna be like, oh, yeah. three for nineteen. He played poorly, like he hurt the team. It's like just watch the guy play. Like, yeah, he's not the best efficient shooter in the world. We've known this his entire career, but he does so much else positively impacting on a basketball court. So
0: mm-hmm. no, I'm with you. All right, Bucks heat the mystery game. We, we talked about to the top hero I mean, injured. Giannis injured. I think it was just a – it was just a Jimmy – from, like, what I watched, it was Jimmy Butler just literally getting whatever he want, and it was kind of – we hadn't we haven't really seen this from Jimmy in a while. I guess the second playing game, he kind of started to show this a little bit. But like yeah. he was hitting tough looks over guys like Brook Lopez. I mean, he was posting <laughs> guys up. He his jump shot was. So on. he was
2: feeling himself a little bit. He was. See, that's was playoff Jimmy to a T. The yeah. only thing that I saw. That's the only thing that I could gather was because I opened my score app. And I could see Jimmy had a lot of points. It was like 14 points in the first quarter or whatever. And it's funny just because every time you look at the score app, I don't know if you, what, you guys use ESPN or whatever or score. Score. Yeah. If, have you do. You know you know Jimmy's picture is still him with the dreads? Yes. It just, makes me laugh yes. Every
1: time. it just throws
2: me I off. I believe so it is on DraftKings the- too. Oh, that's so. great, yeah, so right. you see him as like the leaders thing when it pops up, and it's just like yeah. my, it's always memorable. I'm no Jimmy's cooking because I'm like, you look like how did this happen? He just did it to mess with everybody, probably for that reason yeah. that exactly for me to look at that. But if Jimmy's gonna do that, and Giannis, I don't think we I think he's really gonna be hampered, but I think they can, even if Giannis goes off, I think if the Heat get performance like that now without Hero. Again, I'm not the biggest hero person in the world, but I don't think they can I don't think they can beat the Bucks or upset the Bucks without hero at that point. They'd
1: have to play what Duncan and Lowry a lot more. And I know Lowry played well in the playing games. Oh God, Kevin Love. Kevin man. Love, eight point oh,
2: six rebounds in cash yeah, yeah, were about good. to burn down good. the city.
1: He did that play fast, good. Uh, And I will say, too, I know, Jake, you said you didn't watch it, but before Giannis got hurt, Mm -hmm. the Heat got off to a really hot start. But part of that was because of the defense. They were forcing anyone but Giannis to beat him on the other end of the court. And we'll see if that continues, obviously, going on in the series. But that's kind of been a common theme so far in a lot of these series going up against a superstar. And I'll talk about this in the Nets Sixers when we get to it, is they're forcing anyone but the best player to beat them. And for the Heat, it was working a little bit. Their offense was clicking early on. Yeah. But before Giannis got hurt, the Heat had a really good plan on the defensive side of just getting the ball out of Giannis's hands, not letting Giannis take the game home, not putting guys in bad positions defensively where it's just a mismatch against Giannis. So we'll see how this series continues, and I say this all the time. I think Giannis is probably the one guy in the NBA. Yeah, there's a lot of guys, but if I had to pick one, it would be Giannis where you just have no answer for him defensively. Eventually, Giannis is just going to get to the rim. And you're just going to have to accept that. But the Heat had a really, really nice plan at the start before the injury. So I, I got to give the Heat credit there. I know a lot of people are going to be like, the Heat won because Giannis got hurt, which is fair, which is completely fair. <laughs> and the Bucks team is completely different when Giannis is not on the court. But let's not forget that the game started off with the Heat on a nice run and playing really well. They were controlling the game while Giannis before he got her out. So we got to say that.
0: Yeah, and I would I would say you know I guess I don't even know if the Bucks need to be encouraged because I think most of the public and the Bucks themselves probably still think they're winning this series, yeah. but and I mean, Middleton scoring thirty three points in thirty three minutes had to had to have felt good for yeah. him. Bucks fans,
2: sure. let me give you this: just, I have a Bucks fan friend at work in the office today. Talked to him; he didn't even mention the game. He's not. He wasn't even wasn't even concerned enough like he i've talked to him about the bucks so many times didn't even care to bring it up he was talking about tv shows he's he's not wow i think they're ready to be they, nice. it, it could be like how many times have we seen lebron in like in the past we've talked about it game ones and everything else maybe that's the approach Giannis took maybe he's like oh, my back hurts a little bit let's just sit out let them have this one we'll see how they play us and then they just come out and win four straight that could be I mean, would anybody be surprised oh, if that wow. happens? I don't think so. I just saw this. Uh, I'm not
1: surprised
2: on NBA Central, they
0: don't have a source, but breaking Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful for tomorrow's game versus.
1: Ooh, Ooh. never mind. Doubtful is yeah, questionable. I'd be like, he's playing. Doubtful. Yeah. Doubtful doesn't sound good. No,
0: definitely does not sound good. No, so. it's the
1: NBA. Doubtful could mean he's hundred percent by tip. Yeah, but if if well, it Miami could be a little
2: Gamesmanship could be a little gamesmanship, that's for sure. Here's the thing is if
1: Miami, if, if Miami can win this one, can they win the series? Yes, They can go but, up to If but but they the go Bucks, up 2-0 the Bucks going without back, Giannis Miami? this year, all the
2: Bucks turn into without Giannis this year is one of the best three-point shooting teams like ever. They just start bombing threes and shoot over, like, high 30%. Everybody well, – that's all they'll do all game. Grayson Allen,
1: that. Javon Carter will hit seventy. Brooke
2: Lopez is going to go, like, 7 for 10, <laughs> like, from three. Like, that's what's going to happen. And I don't know if the Heat can keep up with that. So, even if Giannis is out, I'm I'm not – like, obviously, I don't feel as confident. But that's – the right. more thing is, like, why is Giannis is – what's up with his back and why is he sitting out? Because if he right. thought it was – you know, if he could go, I think he would go. Interesting. Interesting. That's... All right, where do you want to go next, Dunny?
0: Yeah, it's two it's two Nets sixers. Happen that's the, that's the other game that's already has already a 2-0 lead for the Sixers. They've already played two of their games. Happened last night. Uh, but I don't know. Both I watched both these games. Mm. Last night, I watched a little closer than game one. Both these games seems like the Nets had a chance at one point or another. The Nets looked in control on the first half last night um jock one just decided to stay small very very small and i think mb just got sick of that and kind of took exception to that um and then that's when philly started making that run harden found his shot a little bit in the second half yeah and they were they were just able to do good things with it but uh yeah, I don't know. I-, I thought Brooklyn might be able to to make this a series, but after last night, I'm not so sure. W- where are you guys
1: at with this one? I'm kind of with you, Donnie, where I think the Nets, despite being down 2-0, kind of encouraging a little bit. Um, their defensive plan for Embiid has, has kind of worked to limit him in terms of dominating inside. Now he had a ton of rebounds in game two, and but that's just going to happen when Embiid's by far the biggest man on the court. But offensively, I think only 20 points in the second game. I think he only had 25 in game one, which is well below what he was averaging the regular season around 33. And the Nets had a really – they're double-teaming him, and they're saying to have someone else beat us. Unfortunately for them, game one, the Sixers made 21 threes. I don't care who's playing the 76ers. If Philly's making 21 threes, they're not losing. And then (laughs) in game two, Tyrese Maxey had a very, very good game and kind of took over a little bit. But it's encouraging because, like you said, they were kind of in both games. The first game they kind of got run out of the gym at the end – but they've had a nice plan against their best player. And I said this, if you can not take Embiid out of the game, but just limit him a little bit, you're going to be in this series, especially at home, maybe steal a game or two. Bridges, the biggest concern, does is he going to look like that star guy? And game one, he did. Game two, not as much. But game one was very encouraging where Bridges was getting his looked very comfortable as the star role. And I got to give some flowers to Cam Johnson, who I think played two of the best games of his career in game one. And fantastic. Two. Last and Cam night, Johnson's you know? playing like this and Bridges is playing the way he is. They just need Dib-Witty to step up. And I think they can get right back in the series. I really do. I don't think they'll win the series, but I think they'll make it respectable and maybe steal a game or two.
2: Yeah, that's very well said there, Steve. I think that they have done very well on Embiid, and I think that's been a great point. And when... it's a good idea because Harden's been inconsistent, right? Like, throughout both games, he's had bright spots. He's had spots where it's looked tough, struggled with his shot. Like you said, Dunny, he found it a little bit there at the end. Um, I don't know if I trust any of those. I don't really, like, I don't trust any of those guys any given night to be, like, consistent, the shooters for uh Philly but Embiid is just is good enough and just dominant enough even with all that I think to to overpower them I don't know I still feel like it can be a sweep and maybe these games are closer I'll give I might give the Nets a game just to be nice but like if I'm betting on it I'd probably bet the Sixers both these games in Brooklyn too just because I the talent level for me is just so great it's just they're so inconsistent that, like you just don't know what you're getting with Philly, the story of the Philadelphia 76ers for however many years, the last seven years. Um, but they should really just handle this team, and that's kind of where I'm at. And but the way that they look compared to the way that uh I guess Dunny and Steve's Boston Celtics, they're gonna get smoked, they're gonna get smoked in the second round by them, too. Like they're if they walk in, if they played like they th- they do in these two games against Boston, the way that they looked. Game one remains to be seen how they look. Game two, but I expect more of the same. I just don't think that they can even play play on the same court if their skill guys outside of Embiid are in, inconsistent like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And last thing I have on the series, it's just so crazy to think about and almost disappointing. Like, imagine this Nets team with a with a driven Ben Simmons. They could it's crazy, right? Yeah. Like they're all, they're they're competing with the three seed right now, and that you know they have a, a new head coach. All these guys are brand and new, and this is his old together. team. This could yeah. have been the revenge yeah. series. This is, right. like,
2: this is what you live for when you get. He probably
0: knows as a player as, like oh, as far as God. like his, his abilities and him uh, and McHale could have worked his all the vitriol. I, I just feel like, yeah, Ben could could have been an X-Factor, especially the way that Jock Vaughn is apparently looking to play. Like, they want to go small. Mm-hmm. And if you want to yeah. go small and defend, what better guy to have on the court than Ben Simmons? It's just super disappointing. you think he would maybe know some of Embiid we- Embiid's weaknesses and he would give them a, a leg up. and Or not a leg up, but at least a, a better fighting chance. But... We all know he was uh he was shut down a few weeks before the playoffs. So, yep. Yeah, it's looking like this could be a sweep for Philly. I'm hoping, you know, the Nets steal game. That's it's kind of uh, a, a selfish thought from two two aspects there because I want I want them to have a little tougher road before they play the Celtics, and I I, I would rather just you know more basketball is always better basketball in my opinion. So. Nice. But uh, yeah, that's that's Nets Sixers. What what other series? Oh, Jake tonight. Cavs next oh, game gosh. two. Yay. What
2: do we got? Yay! <laughs> Yay! I don't I don't know, dude. Can they get a rebound? Can we get a rebound? Just one,
0: please. If they get
1: one more rebound, they actually win that game. Literally, if yeah, that, gone, was that, one that was bad. More rebound, they won that game. Some yeah. of the worst. Display rebounding I've seen for a team that should be good at rebounding. They're
2: 14th in defensive rebounding all year. So they're not good. They're average, but that was like just the that all you have to do is watch that last possession, and you're like, that's the difference in this game. And the, the thing is, I like so there's two parts of me. There's there's two jakes living inside of me right now. There's one that's the optimistic Jake that's like Everything went wrong that I was everything I feared everything I talked about the other day in this series Mm -hmm. that I was scared of happened game one. And they still only lost by like four points or whatever it ended up being. It's like that's that's a good thing like they like everything went wrong. They, They played pretty bad only lost by four. The thing is I don't know if I think the Knicks can just keep doing this all series. I don't really know what the answer is. Mo- Mobly hitting more shots would be nice. I think they're going to go small. Garland side. taking a shot in the second
1: half would no, be nice. It's
2: not Garland's fault. It is JB's fault. JB's got to get him involved. And Mitchell yeah. needs to not just the the Cavs' offense for the last six minutes of games cannot just be Mitchell taking pull up threes and them hoping I, he makes those.
1: Though it really it's like that's all it was for. for I will four say minutes. though. I will say though. Mitchell. And I, and I don't agree with it because someone else I think needs to step up. But the way Mitchell was playing, I think as a Cavs fan, you're okay with it, right? And the way he's playing in the game, you're okay with him.
2: I'm just not okay with shots. Darius not taking a shot. I agree. I, and I,
1: I agree the with more you, so right I see there.
2: Mitchell take. I mean, yes, it's working. Everything's going well. And that's your, eventually you're like, this is our only shot because this is what's happening yeah. in this game. But, and I think it's there, it is on Darius too. I shouldn't say it's not on Darius. Because it is on him to, he needs to be in the huddle, be like, someone give me the ball, like give me. T-. He was shooting well, like he was playing well, he was right. shooting well when he was getting into where he needed to get to. It, I don't know, it was it was baffling to me to not see him more involved. And I get Mitchell was cooking and everything else, but that game didn't have to be close. They're, like they they made it close. They they clean up two out of the seven things they did wrong, and they probably win by five points. We're not even like talking about anything. I don't know if they can. Yeah. And I think JB's – I really am worried about JB versus Tibbs. So I don't care about any player stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You can, we can talk about that all night long. The Cavs have enough talent to win the series. It's really the coaching thing at this point. And I don't know if they can – I don't know if they got answers. Wendy basically said – said, did I send you guys that clip? I think I quoted it. Um, there's an I ESPN saw, clip. I saw
0: that clip we talked about.
2: Yeah, that Windy basically said that Tibbs is like unbothered by JB. He's like Tib was very comfortable on the sideline making adjustments or whatever the the thing was. He knows he's got JB at a blender, and that has been the Cavs fans. Yeah, if you go to Cavs Reddit, that is the biggest thing all season long that they will be complaining about is no one really believes in JB Bickerstaff. Like they kind of do, but and if he just gets sunned for this whole series by the Knicks in a series that they could win. We've seen coach. We've seen inferior coaches lose a series for a team that should win before. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if that's the that's yeah. what it is, that's what it is. I don't. I think that's what it was in Game One more than anything else. Sure.
1: Yeah. I, my. Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say my biggest thing observe uh, observation wise was, was just uh, I think it was a physicality thing for me. Like it just kind of looked oh, like yeah. and. Again, not Mitchell, Like, right? I think, I think Mitchell didn't – maybe he tried to do too much, but I don't think it was a physicality thing for him. But I think Mobley needs to be a little more stronger on the block. I think both Mobley and well, Allen he couldn't need to focus either. more on rebounding. Yeah, and I, th- I think it was pr- probably due to the Knicks being a little more physical yeah. than them, right? I think Josh Hart, Randall, even Mitchell Robinson, who I haven't seen had a good game in like
2: months – Dunny, do you uh, know how looked- angry I was when Josh Hart ran in from like mid court and got an got that offensive rebound? I I almost turned the game off at that minute. That was like yeah. one of the most infuriating <laughs> no, that's basketball plays, bro. And that's like, but that was the whole game. That's just like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's what you're. You're exactly right. Like they they the Knicks made a point. Like we are going to be physical. We're going to be annoying. We're going to be assholes all night. And let's see what you guys do to respond. And I mean, they didn't, they did, but they did like one, like they kind of did, but they kind of didn't. I'm just, I don't know what you do with Mobley and Allen because there was no room to do anything inside. That was part of the problem, too, True. for Garland, as much as anything else. Garland loves to live on the little floaters and live in the mid, kind of mid, like not the mid range, but like the 10 feet area and everything. And that was just not open. Defensively, they played fine. Like Brunson, did what he's gonna do in the second half. He didn't play a lot in the first half, obviously. You know, Randall was hitting crazy mid-rangers. I don't think that's gonna happen all series. I don't know. We'll see what happens tonight. But it could go bad. Be- I think it could get bad quick tonight, too. I don't think that really? there is
1: you don't have faith that they're gonna just, I just don't. it up. They're gonna play better defense. Like
2: I gotta I- see I a feel lot like of the- change. They played
1: I- so Poorly in terms of effort and in terms of physicality, that's what you can switch from game to game, right? You're not, you're not just going to randomly be able to make, like obviously shooting goes up and down, but that's something you can be like, all right, we are going to make this an effort to crash the glass, to make sure we don't get out rebound to give them three, four possessions and, and an offensive possession, give them three, four extra chances. That's what I think you can switch to game, game to game, and I think the Cavs have the size to do that. I think it was just an effort and physicality standpoint. I think that's something you can switch.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. I think there was definitely this, some, you know, individual concerning things, but I think ultimately it was that. And again, I think the Knicks probably come down a little. I think they got some some help from some unlikely heroes in that game at just random points. Obviously Brunson is going to be Fucking amazing throughout because that's just who Brunson is now apparently. But yeah, we'll see. Akoro, I think I think said that.
2: To, quarrel said to watch out for his antics, whatever that means. He said they got to look out for Jalen Brunson's antics. So I don't know what the fuck Jalen Brunson's doing out there, but. It pissed the coral off. That's for He's sure.
0: Pulling down shorts at the free throw line—the classic, classic short <laughs> like guy move.
2: It's gotta be. And Julius Randall literally elbowed like five dudes in the face. It was crazy. Yeah. He was. Oh, Randall was throwing bows, dude. <laughs> was he was nuts. throwing bows. Um.
0: All right. Last, Let's I, I say we go over Lakers grizz here. Nuggets T Wolves is on pause for the moment because it's <laughs> absolute snooze fest. Yeah, Nuggets Nuggets lead 1 0. It was a 29 point game. Yeah. Um the, the Timberwolves only only put up 80 points. I think we need to see more from that series to uh to, to get a little preview or Nuggets starters barely played in the second it. half. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Jamal Murray so, yeah. did look
1: great though, and that's the first time we've seen him in the playoffs since the bubble. So yeah, that's a so encouraging that's, sign for Nuggets fans.
0: Definitely encouraging for the Nuggets. Uh, Lakers Grizzlies the the game of Rui Hachimura and Austin yeah. Reeves. The Lakers took a 1-0 lead. Davis looks good, Brown looks
2: good. Davis scared everyone with that stinger he got in his elbow. I right, Bomani Jones made a great point about Anthony Davis. Is he's just the guy that we all know that just like anytime that anything hurts they feel like they're just like like going to fall apart, like their mm-hmm. arms going to fall off and then he's fine. Like every, like he, cause I feel like he gets a bruise and he like feels like his toe is falling off or something. Like, you know, like we all know those people that act like any injury. And maybe that's just AD. And LeBron used to, I think LeBron does it just for like, you know, drama at this point. He's like a Shakespearean actor when he goes down, but AD, I think is just like low pain tolerance. I guess that's what he probably also just
0: here. like doesn't know at this point. Like, Any time he gets injured, he's probably like, oh, "I'm <laughs> out for months."
2: Yeah, honestly, just, <laughs> just expecting in right the away. worst. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I got like, I I thought Lakers would win Game One. I just had a kind of weird feeling the way Same. LeBron and company was coming <laughs> coming out of those playing games. But I didn't. I also didn't think that I would see such a. Lifeless Grizzlies team. And I feel like that's kind of what we got. Obviously, the jaw injury doesn't help, but there's, or maybe I shouldn't say lifeless. There's just, there's something off about the Grizzlies for game one playoff
1: series at home. Something seemed off with the Grizz. I, I think they just couldn't get the momentum. They just couldn't get, get it behind them. They, when they went on and made a little bit of the run, Lakers answered, and they were trading baskets for a while until the end when the Lakers just kind of pulled away at the very end. I thought it was a competitive game. Jaron Jackson, shout-out Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson, he played very, very well. But I think the reason I think Duny-Uvic, like feel that way is the Grizzlies just never really had that spark or that momentum to that we're used to seeing from the Grizzlies. A lot of that has to deal with with John ja Morant obviously getting hurt and then not having his best game. been hasn't playing his best game either. But overall, I mean, even though they lost game one, I wasn't too concerned with how the Grizzlies looked. I don't think the Lakers will walk through the Memphis Grizzlies. What, what I am not concerned about, I guess concerned if you're on the Grizzlies side of this, those Lakers role players, man, they're getting better every game. They get better every single game. And I think that's probably the, the part that really makes it in this series take away from the Grizzlies side is because we the Grizzlies players we expect to play well, played well for the most part. They didn't really have that spark to them, but they played all right. Jared Jackson had a great game. But the Lakers, that's a I B minus LeBron performance.
2: He was not yeah, yeah. I, he I'd be kind
1: Anthony Davis, B minus LeBron. I think that's as generous. And Austin Reeves and Bruce said it's. Our, we're just, no we're just those guys now. Austin Reeves is just Reeves him. is that guy now. He is apparently. that guy. He's been that guy at the end of the regular oh season, God. and I didn't want to buy it because I'm like, we'll see. Come playoffs, well, game one, nothing changed from the last month. So it, it's. it's nice. I know Jake's gonna love this, but this is a not only for the Grizzlies, but the rest of the West, like. You, you, you got to watch out for the Lakers. This you you got to take notice on the, on the Lakers because if the role players are playing like this and they're winning a road playoff game with a B minus, you can even go C plus LeBron game. That's terrifying.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hey, no, I, that I, Lakers I'm Celtics there, finals man. that we've been, that Dunny and I have predicted <laughs> at least twice on this podcast before. It looks more real than ever. It no, the realist yeah. that looked was the bubble, that's for sure. We were we were so close. We were mm-hmm. so close, but we're right back there. I mean, the, I thought the Lakers – I mean, I, I'm with you, Steve. I think the Grizz put up a fight, but I think the Lakers are – they're just better than the Grizzlies team. I think that's it what I – that was the thing, team. that it, it didn't look like a fluke win. It looked like the Lakers just had answers for the Grizzlies and just kind of – you know, figured it out and grinded out a good road win. It didn't look there was no fluke. There was no, you know, maybe like you mm-hmm. can call Reeves and Rui a fluke, but that didn't, it didn't feel like a fluke felt like Reeves and Rui have been kind of putting up performance like that for the yeah. second half of the year. And they just kind of, you know, did what they did. And it's scary if that's what it's going to be. It's scary. Davis was awesome defensively. I mean, that's the one thing is he was yeah. just everywhere Swatting balls off the—I mean, LeBron too—swatting balls off the backboard, all over the place. Like if those guys are just gonna be flying around like that, and you still got Vanderbilt out there yeah. flying around too, like it's a—it's a tough front line to try to go against for anybody.
0: It is? Then you got Hillbilly Kobe at the, the top of everything, man. Dude, Austin what the Reeves. hell? How Dude, he's so goddamn good, and he's it's electric. Like he—he like, he has stuff. to be. Cause you know, like there's guys who play loose, right? Like I think one of the, Mm -hmm. like the most historic examples of it is like Jamal Crawford always came off as a guy who played so loose. He just like, he had it. He wasn't overly confident. He was never nervous. I I feel like that's how Austin Reeves is. He's just loose. Like his, his handles tight, but he plays loose. Like he just, he's never out of focus. He's always just driven and every play he makes looks so easy Yep. Like that, but one—I forget who—who who the open look was to, but he had a perfect behind-the-back pass to an open teammate for three in this game, and then he just the way he gets to the rim for a, any type of floater or la, easy layup, he wants yep. it's just there for him. And the him. touch too—the touch, yeah, is crazy, he makes it look like...
1: effortless. Yeah, I don't Where has it, this been? Where, yeah, like hey, some, you, you, you're, The scoring's one they thing, dummy, but you brought like his passing. Where has this been? When, the when, com- why? it's the confidence, bro. It's it gotta really be the cop.
2: I mean, they found a Thank gem, you. obviously. Obviously, he's a yeah, guy with LeBron the probably everything. Too. But yeah, yeah he's once- an okay guy. Hey bro. LeBron said LeBron said since the day since day one, he saw him working out. He's like, yeah. I always
1: knew. Oh, he's really oh, one. oh, that press. Oh, the most one. LeBron. <laughs> no, he, I wa- he I was watching that purpose. guy's middle school it. tape, man. I knew he was going to be something special. He has to do years. it. LeBron is fucking crystal ball, dude. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. I'm going to. He, I'm should, a long he should bring. He should just bring a every time. Of, oh yeah, I was looking one time in here. I saw. I saw him in a big new game a few years back, I was like, "This kid's got something special."
2: hey man so whatever he did whatever he told him though whatever he's been whispering into Austin's ear all year long and yelling at him he,
1: it's working it has though. worked I will it's say that meme working. or no meme LeBron's a Woo. great like mentor to have well this feels like he's taking the under his wing and it, it's clearly shown
2: if there's anything that we can say about this squad now is that they have all bought all of them are bought in more than any Lakers team I've Agreed. seen in the since LeBron and AD have been there. Even the title team. Like, the title team was all bought into a degree, but you knew there were combustible elements there still with the Kuzma, you know, contract situations that were coming up, everything else. This team feels like they're just – they know what they're there for. Like, they're they're on – they are tight, and it's crazy how quickly they've come together, but they feel tight-knit, and, whew, it's going to be a fun series. That's going to be a really fun – and just see what job looks like tomorrow night as much as anything. yeah Yeah, like if he gets what his effect can be yeah Donnie. so we got about like one minute until your celtics tip off so they dominated the hawks game one yeah Um, any concerns oh you did you did ask us if we were concerned i guess celtics twitter was worried about the second half when the celtics stopped trying against the hawks i wasn't too concerned about that is that any concern for you
0: I wasn't I wasn't really either. Once I saw the question get posed, I was like, I guess I hadn't thought of it at all. So I mean, it's really it's really hard to get a thirty point lead in this league. Yeah. It's it's even harder to maintain it. So I think I the fact that they were up thirty so early like they were up thirty at the half. You knew Atlanta like I didn't it was I mean, battle back a little it, bit, yeah. Right. Atlanta is an inferior opponent, but they're not that bad. Like, we saw what they did in the play, and they looked – Atlanta can score. Right. So, at some point, we knew it was coming. Uh, I think they cut it to, like, seven at one point. I think that was a little concerning. But then, you know, the Jays put their foot on the gas again. Outside shots started to fall again. Um, I, I wasn't that concerned. Missoula actually was just asked about this, like, 20 minutes ago before the game. And he got snippy with the reporter. He was just like, what did you want our third quarter lead to be 52? Well,
1: <laughs> and
2: that, and that's the thing
1: too, right? The conversation at halftime is completely different. If you're up 10 versus yeah. if you're up 30, the main concern yeah. when the Celtics are up 30 there, they are, they're okay. If the Hawks tip away, they're not playing the cover, the spread they're playing the win yeah. the game, the defensive test goes down a little bit. You want exactly. You want your guys to stay healthy and just want to control the game. And it, no matter – at any point in that game, Duddy, no matter what, even when the Hawks were coming back a little bit, making their shots, I was never once concerned that the Celtics were going to blow the lead because every single time it got to the point where, like, oh, this game might be competitive, they just got back up again. Yeah. And, and that's just what the Celtics do. They're, they're experienced and they're a smart team where when they have that type of big lead – they, they could take their foot off the gas a little bit and know that we're going to just control this game. We're not yeah. trying to run them out of the gym in game one. It's a seven game series. We're just yeah. going to control this game and get out with a win. And I think that's what they did. I don't think there should be any concern at all.
2: I'll tell you what, Dunny, I was extremely thankful for the Celtics in that moment because I was extremely hung over and I needed a nap. And once the Celtics were up by like 25, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to lay my head down before this Cavs game starts. So it was great. Thank you, Boston.
0: Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy they could do that for you. Hopefully, they're about to do the same thing right now. Um, I believe we, we hit every game. Like I said, Nuggets, T Wolves. It's not a disrespect thing. We'll get to it. Might we'll seem like it, it, but we're going to No, this is need all more. the
2: respect. To Meerkat and the Nuggets, because that's yes. why we're not talking about it because they're so damn good. They played like
1: you a one seed. They played yeah. like a yeah, one seed. Exactly. We sure shouldn't did. talk about it. And not that's fucking
2: handled business. Defensively,
1: they were not incredible. that fraud,
2: Giannis, who got scared of Jimmy Butler <laughs> and decided to spit out. I will say one thing. Jokic's. Just-
0: footwork and post moves a uh, oh. little that i saw from that t game. i like dude there was ice, the
1: right, skates. The, I've never seen ice guy, skates trying to guard
2: i've him. never seen yeah. a guy hit so many like little jumpers that bounce around the rim four times and still go in like and like he had an and one early on where it was literally like off the back rim like off the side and then goes in it's like how, how the fuck do you hit those like how do you are you he might be magic he might just be like a like some, like, sorcerer or something. Just, just... a giant Serbian wizard. <laughs> yeah, it could be. True. It'd be just, just as believable
1: cool. as anything. Look foolish, I'm. It's not. They got it was, no shot, dude. And he they didn't got got have no to do shot. much. He didn't have to do much. Jokic. He did that for the first quarter, done. And then Jokic's like, "All right, this just good chill. I just do my thing. I'll pass it a little bit, I'll get a couple of seconds. He said
2: Jamal's our number one.
1: That's what he said. He should be the number one scoring <laughs> option though, because when Jamal's in his bag, he can hit it from anywhere. He's like, I'm not you even know, the number one. That's Jamal. That sidestep
2: three. Oh, disgusting. There's nothing. The wolves got nothing, man. Let's talk, let's, talk, let's see when it's Phoenix or LA at this point. Agreed. Those two are gonna, you know, drag wow. each other to the depths of hell. Are you ready for the Scott Foster game before we go? I'm very excited to hey, see Hey, We him. didn't
0: even mention that. What's Scott he gonna Foster? do? Is it
2: is it just keep it close? Get the get the get the get the cover because it is part of the Scott Foster thing is that they're like one and twelve against the spread too. Yeah. So and Chris Paul didn't play great in the first game. Did not play good enough. Chris might as well stay home, bro. Mm. He might as he's not gonna help at all tonight. Especially
0: if he has to deal with Russ, bro. This is this could not be like a worse first round matchup for C B3. Unless Scott is just gonna
2: flip it on us. Like tonight it's just Chris Paul gets touched, foul on Russ immediately. And we're like, Okay, maybe maybe tonight's the other way. I don't trust it though. I'm a little worried. That's what worries me the most about my finals pick now and regretting not just picking Lakers Celtics after that's really what I want at this point.
1: You should have picked that. I have <laughs> picked but I All didn't right. see that
2: in my vision. And if I just came on here and said LeBron's gonna be winning in TD Garden holding it up, it would have been the would have been the most predictable. I could see Dunny, he would have been so mad, He'd be like, why am I doing this right now? This kid just picked LeBron to win with the late. There's seven seed. No, I couldn't do that. Instead, I picked Chris Paul to win. <laughs> much more likely.
0: So,
2: yeah. Ryan i yeah, would be very proud. So proud. It's not for <laughs> it's not for Chris Paul. That's It's in spite of Chris Paul. Let's go. Let's go watch some basketball. Let's and watch. and fuck it, and some Rangers devils too. Ooh. Sure, yeah. Playoff is right. here as well, folks. All right, follow
0: us at happy hour hoops one mm-hmm. on all socials. Follow train wreck sports and go enjoy some nba playoffs go south, south,
1: south. for baby <laughs>